Good morning, good morning. It's Brenda Shoshana back with another episode of Turning the Tide, the journey of releasing, letting go, becoming at ease. What many, many ways of describing turning the tide and letting a lot of our confusion, disarray, despair go. Not, it, it's so simple that it's difficult, <laughs> which is a strange thing to say, because there are many, many, many different steps. One step will be good one day, one step another day. We'll just click in for you. We just will work for you. The tide keeps turning by itself. That is the most important point in the podcast. And in the whole process of releasing, you know, we really think that it's up to us to turn the tide. It's up to us to take charge of all these manifold events that are going on endlessly, endlessly, from early morning to late at night. All kinds of events, all kinds of beautiful moments, all kinds of dangerous, potentially dangerous moments. How in the world can we live in a harmonious even joyful way in the midst of so many changes, and not only so many changes, but so many threats right now. There seem to be one threat after another threat. Everywhere we turn, there's another threat. So how can we... That's what, that's what releasing is about. How do we let go? Now, we're, we're letting go of our sense of being threatened. We're letting go of our sense of danger everywhere, danger, danger. There's a deep, deep wish to want to control our safety, our security. We want to make sure everything is copacetic. Now, there's nothing at all wrong with with wanting that. Of course not, of course not. Unless the wish is so intense that it completely freezes us and we cannot live at all during times when there is the appearance of a great deal of threat and danger. And notice, I say, the appearance of it. That's a very, very important part of our journey of releasing, is really differentiating between the appearance, the reality, and our own inner resilience and ability to know what to do. If we are depending, depending, depending on our external mind, which means the mind that is always watching the external conditions and trying to control them and create a safe condition, create a, a positive condition for us, if we're depending upon that and living with that as our focus, which most of us do, then yes, yes, yes. It's extremely easy, extremely natural to become frozen with fear. Because everywhere we look, we see nothing but change and potential danger. And also we hear one story, one horror story these days after another. So if we allow that to rule the day, then we will be frozen, frozen in fear, in the feeling of wanting to control our safety. And, and, and oddly enough, the more we want to control our safety, the less safe we are because we're frozen, as I said. 
this feeling of wanting to control has taken over, and we can't really see what, what's appropriate, what to do if something comes up. It just takes a second to step out of harm's way if, when real, if some real harm does appear. Just one moment to notice it coming at us, and not just, but when we're locked into panic and when we're locked into wanting to control, we don't really see anything. We're really living almost in a trance state. We don't see it. We, we may be hypervigilant, but the one within who knows the way, the one who knows how to just turn a little bit and step out of danger, or who senses it coming, or who is at ease with all of these changes of the tide, turning of the tide, the one who is part of the tide doesn't have to be locked in fear. And just make a little turn here, a little move there. Their mind is open, their heart is open, their senses are open. And that is the whole point, of course, of the journey of releasing, to unfreezing, enjoying the tide, knowing, knowing on the deepest, deepest level that the tide always turns and allowing it to turn. Isn't that interesting? When we release, we're not releasing the tide. We can't. We're not in charge of the tide. But we are in charge of how we respond to it. Or at least we have choice about that. And we have choice about stepping back and allowing the tide to turn. Not being panicked when it turns, not being shocked, not being frightened. Oh yes, the tide is turning. Watch it, just watch it turn. You know, as we take a different stance or point of view toward the tide, we become safer and safer. It's very very interesting contradiction. As we accept the change of fortunes, as we say, okay, there's been a loss here. That's part of the turning of the tide. And again, it will turn and there'll be a gain. That's inevitable. It's part of the Tao. It's part of the great way. It's part of our life. Different stages, presenting different gifts, different difficulties different successes, different so-called failures, so-called successes, different, different. To be awake to that, to live embedded in change itself brings ease of mind. To expect that even. So many people have said these days, oh, I never expected this to happen. Well, we don't know exactly how the tide will manifest, but to expect even sudden changes, to know that is part of the fabric of our life. So this talk today, we're really talking about change itself. We're going right to the heart of the matter, these turning tides. We're going right into them. You know, much spiritual practice and deals with prayer or a lot of prayer make things okay, make, heal this one, change that. And it's really normal and it's beautiful. I'm not saying anything in the world against anything, but I'm saying that there's a different way to pray. That is one way, and I do it myself all the time. Please 
protect this one, take care of that, of course. That's part of our own response. And another, another kind of prayer, another form of prayer, is to say yes, thy will be done, yes, to whatever comes. That's a different form of prayer, not better or worse, just different. To watch it, to allow it in your life, not to fight it off so terribly. And when we talk about releasing, we're talking about releasing our objections, our complaints, our sense of that it's personal and we are being personally hurt by all of this. So many people right these days feel they maybe they're being punished. Oh, this is so awful what's happening. What did I do wrong? I'm being punished. Well, it doesn't hurt to take a look at our lives, what we did, and to contemplate it a little bit. And to be careful and, and mindful with ourselves and with others. That's a good thing. But to take it as punishment, to take it as a personal vendetta that the world has against us, then we slip into paranoia. It's a very easy road that slips us from that into paranoia. So we want to be very careful not to do that, not to say, oh, this is some punishment I'm receiving. Very, the, the, the understanding of karma can sometimes lead into that. It's a misunderstanding of karma. Karma simply means action, reaction, deeds. We, we take certain deeds, and as a consequence, other deeds appear, either in this lifetime, another lifetime, they appear right away or they appear later on. Complicated conditions intervene. Karma doesn't mean that there's some great punishment coming at you. It's simply that the deed that you're performing, if it's a harmful deed, that will bring a harmful consequence. It's almost impersonal. It's, it's called part of the Dharma, part of the law of life itself. If you put forth an energy of fear, <coughs> fearful events will come back at you. As you give, so you will receive. It's another way of putting it, as you sow, so you will reap. It doesn't mean that we are reaping this pandemic because we've been so-called bad or deserving of the punishment. More like a huge lesson is being taught to us, to everyone. And, and you could say that about every single thing in life. That's another way of really releasing our rage, our anger, our hurt. We simply say, what am I learning from this? How am I going to get stronger from this? How will life become more beautiful as a result of this? We're just flipping the tide around then. <laughs> We're not stopping it from being high tide or low tide, but we are flipping it around. At the very least, we're flipping around the pain that it causes us. Ooh, look at that. The, the tide just came in and wiped out this beautiful sandcastle that I've been working on on the sand for an hour or two hours. Look at my sandcastle. It's all wiped away. So little children will stomp and cry and complain and yell and have a tantrum about it. And many of us continue, continue to react in that way as we get older as well. <clears throat> oh my God, the tide came in and took this of mine away or that away. 
However, another way of responding to it as a part of our journey of releasing, another way is to stop and say, okay, this happened. What am I learning here? What am I being shown? What am I being taught? That orientation immediately takes away our sense of being wounded by an event, harmed by an event, attacked by an event. And it puts us really in charge of everything. And we think, well, what am I learning here? Let's make this positive. I mean, what kind of a lesson? How can I grow from this? How can I, my life be better, more beautiful, more meaningful as a result of this? When we turn an event around in that way, it's, then we've turned the tide. So today's podcast is another way of letting go by reperceiving an event, looking at it through different eyes. What did I learn from this? Then we're, very, we're always safe, really, no matter what happens, if we take whatever happens as something coming for our benefit as something that will add meaning. That's something that will strengthen us enormously. And I find that a very fascinating and important point. It stops the raging within. It stops us from feeling attacked or hurt. It's just a a different way of receiving life's events and life's changes. It makes us really realize that we're really, no matter how long we're here in this world, we're here for a few minutes only. Even 150 years, it's a few minutes. You blink your eye and this beautiful journey may be over. Or we're going on to another journey then. But we have such a sense of everything being so permanent and stable and fixed and that we are in charge of it. And when something comes to disrupt that, especially these days, when we see so much sudden loss, of loss of life, loss of many things all around, it's almost like hearing the gong ring out and say, wake up, wake up. You're only a visitor here on this earth. It doesn't belong to you. What really belongs to you here? What have you really come for? And when we can begin to dwell with those questions, dwell with them deeply, and just look and let a different truth be revealed, a lot, believe it or not, even though they're painful questions and what we look at can be painful, a lot of this sense of anxiety and fear and loss disappears, strangely enough. Again, counterintuitive, the opposite of what we would expect. It just disappears because we're looking straight on in at the heart of the matter, the very heart of the matter, the very source from which our fundamental feeling of fear and lack of security comes. What am I doing here on this earth? How long will I be here? What is the point of it all? 
Now, whether we're conscious of those questions, many of us are not. We push them away. We don't want to deal with them. Much of our activities in life, or many activities, are to distract ourselves from that. Makes the world look very real, very permanent. But when we look at that question very deeply, strangely enough, we're looking in the eye of the tiger and our anxiety really begins to disappear. Our sense of being so vulnerable or unprotected begins to disappear. And now that's such an interesting contradiction, but that's what happens. So it's another way of releasing and of becoming more stable, more focused, and more awake to what's really happening and the best way to respond. So I notice it's almost time to end for today, just for today. The pod, the URL for this podcast is www.bestselfbooks.com. I'm Brenda Shoshana, and um, it's a pleasure to talk with you. Thank you for your emails. You can contact me at topspeaker at yahoo.com. And my website, my general website, is www.brendashoshana.com. That's with two N's. S-H-O-N, show, S-H-O-S-H-A-N-N-A.com. Again, thank you again, and have a meaningful day. Bye.